to uh, another radio. Hello, good evening, everyone. For Heyu Radio, my name is Selena Cordova L, and uh, I'm sure in a couple minutes, uh, Esther the Duke of Tears definitely will be calling in. Um, I just wanted to welcome everyone this evening. Yesterday was a really, really glorious night. If uh, everyone hopefully got to just stand outside, even if we weren't or you guys weren't able to see the moon last night, it was definitely an auspicious one. Uh, the first one in over two, I would think, 200 years now. Uh, every 54 years, it goes into a different cycle, but um, this specific alignment hasn't taken place in about 154 years. So um, rounding up, very, very amazing time to be alive. And hopefully everybody got to just sit under the energy, if not see the actual uh, blue full moon. So um, also, I just wanted to thank everyone for uh, not only supporting um, all of our works, but um, just taking a minute to, to give thanks to be alive and um, not only tuning in tonight, but being a support in each other's visions and dreams and striving to accomplish them regardless to who or what. Um, one thing that I definitely want to uh, thank people for it recently or actually yesterday, I put out a video that, um, to be quite honest, Asir and I have done so much work in our past, um, you know, it would almost be a shame to not highlight certain moments. And, you know, when uh, we recorded Crown of the OG years ago, um, I was, wasn't even pregnant with more. It was maybe two years before we conceived him, and then uh, I remember first performing the song right around uh, maybe like my seventh month or eighth month of pregnancy, so it was a really amazing time, and uh, I just really wanted to thank and thank people um, for supporting us then and still, you know, throughout the years supporting us. Um, you know, something that I wanted to uh, talk about really quickly, just to take a second out is to express my gratitude to those that uh, definitely, you know, have supported our journeys individually as well as, as a family and as a unit. Um, unfortunately, you know, I didn't want to cause annoyance or embarrassment. I think that, you know, oftentimes when people talk about where they are uh, in a relationship or in an intimate space, it often can imbue, um, you know, disappointment and or seem as though something or someone fails uh, when, you know, things aren't what people think that they are. And rather than highlight or uh, think about what, you know, I would have liked to have worked after, you know, 15 years, uh, I just really wanted to start focusing my energy more on producing stuff, not only to create uh, healing modalities for people that are uh, just living life and have gone through you know, anything, whether it be, you know, the passing of someone dear to them or, you know, inheriting something that they didn't want or, you know, all of these things that we have to sometimes ascribe to in life. I definitely uh, wanted to, um, you know, not disappoint people, but after reading certain comments, we just put out this video yesterday that I was grateful enough to have the energy and uh, the know-how just through learning, you know, I'm moving all these 
different things, uh, garage band and all this, to just, you know, compose stuff to just visually, um, you know, be partnered with such great tunes. And, you know, I was reading the comments, and, you know, I wasn't uh, flabbergasted a couple years ago when I kind of came to a decision with this year, and, you know, as reluctantly as it was for us, uh, I wanted to take a step back, not because, you know, um, anything was wrong, but more so I didn't want anything to go wrong. And, you know, um, after being, you know, I read some of the comments and, you know, I don't want to disappoint people or make people feel as though I've dropped the ball or, you know, we're not in a good space. You know, we have a son and I'm sure all those women that definitely, you know, have families and want to at least honor the people and the persons that they had those, you know, children with, um, it takes some, some compromise. And, you know, the last four years for myself, I haven't been in an intimate space or I would say I haven't had any sex. I've been completely celibate. I haven't been with anyone. And it's not to dishonor or to discredit a seer at all or to make people feel as though, oh, my God, and, ha, 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 and the sky is falling. One thing that I did learn and I have learned these past couple of years is it's definitely not a, a subject of comfort for friends. It's definitely not something that you want to talk about or uh, ask opinions of. When I came to my conclusion or my, you know, choice a couple years ago, um, I didn't, you know, go to the community and ask people's opinions and tell people where I was at emotionally and what we had gone through. Um, You know, it was something that took a couple years for me to, to come to a decision of. And, you know, of course, after being with someone for almost a quarter of your life, you know, reality sets in, and you definitely—I—I I knew beforehand that it wasn't going to be something that I would, you know, easily be able to replace. Or, you know, I'm not looking to date or get out of anything. But it definitely is not easy. Um, not only disappointing, you know, him and making him feel certain ways at times, but um, also it being something really difficult that I've had to deal with every day. Um, it's not easy because you want to sometimes be able to go back to certain patterns of behavior and certain feelings. But, you know, one thing that I can say that is really honorable honorable about the both of us is we've never been in a space, and him knowing me, I've never done anything that didn't organically, you know, feel right. And it's not to say that something was wrong. It's just to say I needed to acknowledge uh, where I was at emotionally and what uh, group as a couple and, you know, rather than bore people and make people feel a way about it, um, I definitely sometimes want to, you know, address that it's not to disappoint people and I'm sorry if it has or if the energy of not knowing what's going on uh, in that space or me expressing it can be annoying, you know, can be embarrassing, but you know, that's also something that, you know, I carried a little bit heavily on my chest the last couple of years, not wanting to express, you know, uh, certain things just based on, you know, the respect I have for a seer and that I know the community has for a seer, but also um, just thinking about what I can do well and what I can create more of and what I can uh, consistently highlight and not, you know, uh, on some taboo save the family shit, but I really feel that preserving the family is knowing what your 
kind of getting into before you even create one. And I definitely knew that, you know, based on the serious given circumstances in mind, you know, it was going to be an adjustment. You know, we don't have, you know, a lot of what other people might consider extended family and having done it just by ourselves the last nine plus, you know, years. Um, it definitely was humbling. It's been an amazing journey, but, you know, only having been with, you know, a seer, um, it's not to say that I feel as though I can do better or I can upgrade or anything like that, but um, so much of my relationship with him is based on not only an emotional and a mental space, but also, um, you know, if anyone has been in a relationship for more than 10 years, you know that you do compromise and you do work on stuff, but when you get to a space where you feel like certain things that should be organic is actually becoming more work, I just personally wanted to step back and honor uh, what we had created for those, you know, 13-plus years, not discredit anything, but also not continue something that, you know, at the end of the day, I really wanted to respect and take some, some space and allow whatever I learned from that time to now to digest and to take whatever I have digested from now into my future. And in that, I say I've never wanted to uh, be disrespectful or, you know, uh, act as though I'm doing something that I'm not. But if I was in a sexual relationship, I would definitely say that I am. But having not been for so many years when people still assume that you are isn't annoying. It's just a reality that I realized years ago wasn't going to change no matter what I did. So it's not to uh, say that I don't have hopes for the future and it's not difficult waking up and riding your bike and doing all these activities that sometimes supplement just the energy of, of kissing or being intimate. But, you know, so many people are comfortable talking about that uh, energy in their relationship, but when it's not there, it's almost, you know, discredited or taboo or something's wrong with you and not doing it or not, you know, having that be a part of your union anymore. And, um, you know, I definitely wanted to let people know that I'm still very aware of the responsibility of the work that we've created and what it is we have to continue to do. So with that, I open up the floor. There goes the seer. And so I welcome everyone tonight. Uh, good evening. Can I see her? Peace, everybody. What's going on? Sub-Subet Radio. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Yes, we can. All right. I can um, hear you. I'm well. Right. Thank you. How are you? Maintaining. What's going on? One day at a time. You doing okay? Not complain at all with all the energy Great. of the, the full moon. Um, you wanted to basically. I know you had something to address this evening, just in terms of the uh, there was a, a Jay Z truck interview that took place that, that uh, I know that you knew the uh, response to, and we touched on it briefly the other day, but I'm sure you wanted to alleviate that and talk about that, and then also the other issue that you wanted to bring up just currently and politically. Um, well, I guess it should all be pre- prefaced by the fact that anything that I specifically talk about dealing with society, pop culture, stuff like that, in my opinion, is always 
coming from what I've done in knowledge to or what I'm seeing as the underlying fact as to what these things are supposed to signify. Because we don't live a we don't live in a society of, of full disclosure. You know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. there's two societies going on. It's a public society and a private one. So there are aspects of public and private that I'm learning how they interact with each other. So in situations like the the so-called uh, interview with, you know, Jay-Z or whatever, talking about whatever, and then right after he finished the interview before it's even in people's minds, Trump tweet something about Jay-Z and the black unemployment rate, all of that is to create the fear response, trigger, reaction, action, reaction scenario that doesn't allow people to actually gel in what he or Donald Trump may be saying. So the overall purpose of it to me was what everything else they do is a basic distraction, but when you extract what he basically seemed like he was trying to get to, which was the fact that everything in the United States right now is not based on real production. Everything is based on imported mass production and the exploitation of the indigenous people that are basically doing all the work. So because people, the only reason why it hasn't been destroyed is because people still believe that they can make certain differences and changes in their lives or the world, which I'm not saying it can't. I'm just saying that that's the purpose as to why this thing hasn't just been burnt to the ground already. Because everybody, whether you like it or not, has a stake in it. But everybody want to point the finger at everybody else trying to take their stake. So, of course, these people that's been running things for the past 245 years is going to want to maintain it for another 245 years. That's natural regardless of who's in charge. It's just the fact that to have all of these people, like let's say the picture of him at the Grammy party with all of those so-called black millionaires, none of them are responsible for anything other than foundations that are limited in the scope of what they do for the overall so-called black people that support them. So in essence, they're just there to maintain the status quo because nothing really comes from their millions or billions, whatever, because it all goes back to them and it all goes back to the people who gave it to them. So when you see people like the Black Panther uh, uh, runway, whatever, and homies there with the, in the Kente cloth with his white wife in the Kente cloth, like you can't expect you can't expect Marvel to, like, Marvel is not going to invest X amount of money in building, you know, black schools for everybody that went to go see that. That's, they're not in the business for that. They're in the business of creating the fantasy for people to, to whatever. The problem with black people is that we impose some sort of reality on these fictitious people. When Jay-Z is a musician, Chadwick Boseman is an actor. You know what I mean? Um, all of the so-called black constituency that they put out there that has money, that has influence, are actors and and entertainers or athletes, whereas other nationalities have people who are in the doctor field, whatever, and actively promote that that's what they are and support their own community with that. 
blacks only do that for the blacks that's raised to the level that they at, and then they maintain their own money through the fraternal system, the Greek system, the whatever system that they got going on for themselves, and then everybody else is left to do it. We do in the hood, which is survive. So stop looking at like the Black Panther movie as anything other than what it is, a great inspirational, <laughs> you know, uh, epic. I've been wanting to see. I've been reading Black Panther comics since I could read. So nobody's most, you know, happy about it than me, but I'm not looking at it like Stan Lee is actually going to, you know, support change African, you know, take that money and, and pay to get people to stop enslaving people in Libya. He ain't going to do none of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, like the Black well, Panther well, don't well, exist well, in that well, way to do that. Well, exactly. Well, you know, you know, not mm-hmm. the way that they're saying, you know, mm-hmm. but that's the problem. Oh, no, I, We're investing energy some. into... Mm-hmm. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I've seen some, some funny memes and jokes that, you know, people actually are thinking that this place is a real place. So, you know, mm-hmm. life imitates art and vice versa. So not to say that that's Inshallah. not something that would happen, but it's very But the reality is it could be real. Mm-hmm. There's places in Africa that look just like that, but you'll never see them because the only shit they show us in Africa people get slaughtered and enslaved. So all mm-hmm. of the cities in Nairobi and all this other stuff, we don't ever see that. The world don't ever see that. I just watched this thing yeah. with this lady who's an author, African author, and she was on the panel with the, with the French lady, and the French lady asked her, well, is there any bookstores in Nigeria? <laughs> with a straight wow. face, like what? And then mm-hmm. the original lady looked at her was like, wow, you know, it really says a lot about the French people if that's the question you representing them. And this is the first question you're asking. Like, it's really sad. And what I see is mm-hmm. that there's this thing in them that always puts it on us to explain something to them. Like, like it's not my responsibility as an Asiatic person, melanated person, carbonated person, to go and explain to white folk why I do this or why I do that. Because don't nobody ask them nothing. No. They just <laughs> they no. just go do it. No. But, but what I find also... is but mm-hmm. No, go ahead. Uh, but No, I really want you to finish your thought. I was just gonna say that's the problem with the way that they have this thing structured. It's like there's all of this evidence of the high intelligence and the high culture and the high society of, of Asiatic people, melanated people, so-called African people, whatever. But that's not what anybody, including them, focus on. <laughs> like, Africans got their own country, man. They got their own countries, but it's only them in it. So you can't be blamed. You can't, you, you can't blame these people <laughs> for coming in there and exploiting your country if you let them in to do that. Just like no. I can't be mad at this devil for no, but as an emotional what my people, ancestors you know, did so to put him in place. Absolutely. And I think just as the people that, you know, function from, you know, a compassionate space, more so than not, you know, people kind of want to include everyone that has, 
you know, the same skin hue as kind of like the same cultural and, you know, you know, ancestral experience when it's the exact opposite. But, you know, if it looks the same, then it got to take the same and be the same. And it really is not. Mm-hmm. So that that partially is also the problem and everything not necessarily being uh, specified, you know, that it's just lumped into the same boat. And unfortunately, you know, it's like that experience is not our experience. But unless mm-hmm. we express what ours are, it's not going to really create any type of balance. And these are things that existed way before we got here. So, you know, we then go back to that. This is why you said last week, you know, creating your own government and allowing your own, you know, I understand what you mean. Yeah, like you you or I or anybody that has the means that understands how business and things work Nothing is done by the person that's doing it. The person that's doing it is usually the person responsible, but the person responsible who may be doing it, if they're doing it on behalf of the entity, then the entity is the one that's responsible. Therefore, you always have a way out. The problem is they got everybody operating in the public, and there's no way for them to get a chance to set it up, like, if they was going to pop segregation and they say, okay, well, we're going to integrate and bring everybody into these communities, whether they like it or not, what, if they had set up a process by people who voluntarily wanted to do that or not, could have had a say in it, then maybe they could have eased the transition with the, mm-hmm. right, with so-called black communities that were self-sufficient, that were self-reliant, could maintain that self-reliance and then still work in the domestic capacity. But what this government did was choose at every turn was to disenfranchise people or block people from inheriting the wealth. So while they were telling mm-hmm. us to lift up our bootstraps, these niggas was getting checks in our names. But because we couldn't claim them, because we became, again, you know, sureties, liabilities, mm-hmm. or, or assets, to this whole mm-hmm. scheme, we fell out the game. While other people that have places that they came from to represent them all move up. So if that's the, mm-hmm. really the name of the game, then why are they still telling people to take out, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, mortgages well, and loans and all chuckle. this other shit? That's the quiet chuckle behind what you're saying, which is why I try to you know, lower it. But that's the quiet chuckle because that's the game. And that's what's so beautiful about it. It's still believable. It's still, like, for you to ask why, you already know that answer goes back to self. But more than not, you know, people love the dream. The dream is so much better than the reality. And the reality is that didn't happen. And it was swift and changeable. And unfortunately, you know, nations and neighborhoods and communities that did exist like this were so, were so wiped out so quickly on purpose to disenfranchise that, you know, years later we're still left in it's not a worse situation because now people now today would actually be, be more willing to invest in the, in the fucking lives than in doing yeah. the work to create their own. And that's, you know, something that I have to say, my hat's off to you, sir. You've created a wonderful monster. It's something that everybody loves and it works and it's every, you know, 
And that's what's so unfortunate because there is so so possibly another way. You know, but and there are others like, like there's other people like that, that's doing shit. Mm-hmm. But you know what's dope? Sometimes when and you I don't like, hear, mm-hmm. just because we don't hear about it, don't mean that it, it ain't happening. Is. All I'm saying is, that's if why it happened more, so wonderful and horrible because it does move energy and be able to you know secure this, buy a building, have things be easy under, and all of that. It's almost like those with the ability to move certain energy was stripped of the ability to move the energy. So rather than complain about that, you know, it's literally like, well, it's up to me at 40 to get out off my BMX. Not to say I haven't saved money, but do I want to buy a car or do I want to purchase a house? Car, you know, doing this for so long, you come to understanding, uh, you come to a realization of what you truly value. So you end up sacrificing for that. But there's so many that have the permission flips to all of it, but then they're so stagnant and moving basic energy. So, you know, God works in mysterious ways that he almost gives those that need it it and surpluses of it and those that it's like, well, you know, you're going to push through and be creative. That's, of course, but at the end of the day, a little thing goes so long. So, you know, encouraging those to definitely put that out there in the cosmos. I haven't played Lotto in 15 years, but, you know, I'd really be like, it would be so easy just to have certain, but you know, instead of thinking, you just work towards it and work towards it and think of ways to create and work towards it. And that's it. It's working smarter instead of harder. And absolutely, unfortunately, um, most people are educated the wrong way. And so it's the wrong way because what they have financially or materially they don't have spiritually or what they have spiritually then they don't have materially because the way that it's set up is for you to sacrifice one mm. for the other that's be if you're doing mm. it the way that they have bred you to do it and they have mm-hmm. bred human beings to to think like cattle because they've been feeding them cattle for the past however many, whatever, hundred years. So in that, they have a predisposition to be manipulated. And when you know how to manipulate an animal, you control it or you domesticate it. And so the domestication of people, or specifically United States citizens versus Americans, is that all the United States citizens are given privileges that can and most likely get taken away from them. Whereas, functioning from the American side, you at least have remedy, automatic remedy, to whatever they try to institute because that's also how it's set up. So when you have the pieces to the game, you can play. You just got to make sure your pieces represent you in whatever you're doing. So that way, you're not representing somebody else on the board. And they got all of these people caught up in all of this, this whatever because they are playing for somebody else's team. Like, they just came out and said that the NFL – as we've been talking oh. about for years, 
is rigged, right? And mm-hmm. then the biggest scoop came from one of the lawyers that was involved. Well, they just found him dead, <laughs> slumped over in his in his uh, uh, BM. It's 2018, 2018 BM, slumped over. So when you really look at it, all of the all of the stuff that they're doing, like everything that people have believed in in terms of being real, is being shown to everybody as what it really is. Like challenged mm-hmm. in checking the 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 record, NFL. He right is listed as an entertainment 501c3. So they're they're like the WWF. So when you see certain teams and certain people winning every year <laughs> with the same uh, alter with a little alterations in the spread, you know that the fix is in. And it's so the same thing with the if that's right, they pay for mm-hmm. all of that. This mm-hmm. is a pageantry for you, for the individual to believe and aspire to become a part of something that's already that is not correct and set up. Absolutely. Right. But this don't mean mm-hmm. people shouldn't participate because, hey, we're on earth. So if you have a talent to do something, at least the mechanisms exist now for you to be able to do it yourself. And then if they come to you Absolutely. with a deal, at least be in a better position so that way you don't got to take the, the dick and cheese deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can be in a little bit more control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because now you're just dealing from a distribution factor, not or whatever. But when you sign up with them, where they raise you up in it, not a production, it's a wrap for you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just read the um, not the three sixty deal. <laughs> oh man, you know what I'm saying? Like you just absolutely do. You have no it's the same control thing in Hollywood, nothing. though. With acting, just yeah. thinking about what Monique just went through. You understand? Oh. It's the same game. Across what the do board. they do? They use a bunch of black men to come out and and go Again. against her, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Which is, of course, what you know. Ritualistic Same thing they did with OJ. Got mm-hmm. all the black people to believe OJ did it by getting a comedian to put it out there, and these niggas rose raise up. But now that's all it You is. know, they, and, and then they diss him though, and then they should have like Hann- Hannibal Burris was one of them people. And they just locked him up like twice. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. they, they use you and they, they spit you out Wag and they the know dog. that you're just willing to be a, a wanton. Wag the dog. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Oh. Yeah. Who was that movie with? Richard De Niro? Wag Robert the dog De Niro? With De Niro and um, Dustin It Hall. is De Niro. Absolutely. Okay, mm-hmm. I was right. I was like Richard De Niro. Mm-hmm. Robert De Niro, yeah, my he bad. Played, he played the bag man, the fixer. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's take a call real quick. Cool. Area code two zero nine. Hello. Welcome Yo, to the radio. What's peace, going peace, on? Peace. Good. It's all good. It's good to hear you guys both on the radio again. I'm a. I'm gonna be Islam. at it every week. Thank you. So I ain't Islam. trying to miss nothing. What's up, G? Islam, G. Yo, Thanks for calling in. Thanks for calling in. It's all good. Yeah, no problem. What's going on? Yeah, I just got oh, a little question. question. I'm sorry. My bad. What's up? Yeah, it's all good. Uh, 
All right, so kind of like what's going on right now with the government or whatnot, how they got, uh, they're pretty much going to prove how a lot of them people up in them top positions are corrupt, Comey, uh, Hillary, or whatever. Now, mm-hmm. let's just say they do do that and they do prove that. What happens to all of the, the you know, our, our, our folks that's in federal custody in prison or even fighting cases now that, uh, that you know, it happened under that, under that, um, you know those those group of people. How do mm-hmm. how will that benefit us? Um, Can the, it benefit us? Yes, but the everything has to be predicated on the deprivation of rights due to colorable law as like a standard, and then you put everything under that in the sense that everything they're doing, even if they were right. They still not necessarily right if they don't have the juris the the corporate jurisdiction to move forward. So if they were to all get indicted, which they all are indicted, that's why they certain indictments are sealed for a certain time, and then once they get open, that's when they go get them because they give them time to fix up whatever they got to do or to come up with money or do a ritual or whatever. So they give them right. a time to flip that out. If if they were to go down then what happens is all of the cases, they don't necessarily throw them out. What they do is they remand them to automatic uh, appeal. You know what I'm saying? But the current situation is is supposed to automatically grant the dismissal due to the fact that the evidence was tampered with from the source. Right, through the poisonous tree. Right, right. And then there's RICO. You know what I'm saying? Because if this person was receiving payments, let's say it was Hillary was getting money and happened to come across a dude to pay him to go, let's say, steal somebody's purse because she was into that. If it was to come out that she did that from her position to his position, he would automatically, uh, if he was to turn on her, you see what I'm saying? That's now bringing her out of her, her government position publicly to the private, the private you see what I'm saying because she dealt with a private citizen so now that means the jurisdiction means she could be arrested <laughs> you know what I mean by the right. local police so you have all these different agencies that have to coordinate and then you're dealing with the backlog of what they already know is in there by the time they actually come out and say she's like indicted like I would see something like that happening if his approval ratings got to the point where like even the white most of the white people wasn't dealing with them. Then he could pull that out, we're gonna arrest her and then it will all go down. But they don't already arrested basically everybody around her. The only people walking around is like Obama, Podesta, you know Comey. Like a, mm-hmm. Yeah, Comey, mm-hmm. right. Him, you know, a couple of them. And they probably all got low jacks. You don't know. Right, because right, right, right. Like Bush can't go to the Netherlands to this day. If he go, they'll arrest him. He can't go to certain countries in Europe. They're about to do the same thing to Trump. Because remember, this chick just came, this porn star just came out and said he sexually assaulted her. That just right. So, you know, it doesn't look okay, good. Okay. But if that was to happen, then it could be put in there. You could get a motion to dismiss or just for the fact of it is a fruit of the poisonous tree defense or deprivation of rights under colorable law. You know what I'm saying? Right, like right. That. 
Yeah, that's big right there. That's real big. I'm looking forward to them taking their ass down. Inshallah. Inshallah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, yeah, that answered answered what I wanted right there. I'm going to let you guys keep on flowing. I'm going to fall back. Where are you calling from? I'm from California. Absolutely. Yeah, I called in. uh, I called in. You sounded like you was in Cali, and I felt like uh, I recognized Mm -hmm. the the area code. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had called in. One, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I had called in and was asking about that uh, Foreign Sovereign Immunity Act and then that uh, in that uh, mm-hmm. convention, uh, Vienna, Vienna yeah. Convention. How that? Yeah. Yeah. That's it's a very trying to tie all these. Yeah, trying to tie all these pieces together. Indeed. Yeah. But I'm gonna fall back, so I appreciate you too. And y'all, good work, yeah. man. I'm I'm rocking with it. Thank you, thank no. you, King. Thank you so much. Have a good night, man. Peace. Peace. Right, one. One. Absolutely. I think we have another call. Let me just check it real quick. Cool. Area code three zero five. Hello. Good evening. Hey. Welcome. Hello. Peace. Hi. Hey, Peace, guys, brother. How you, how you doing? doing? I'm good, bro. I'm how you very doing? Well. Thanks for calling. Oh no, thank you guys for for taking the time to you know to share the information. You know. Inshallah. Absolutely. Thank you. The same as well. Do you have uh, anything yeah. you might want to ask this evening? Um, no, I just keep listening for now. Thank Boy, you, what's bro. What's your name, brother? Frank. Brother Frank. Thank you, Frank. Islam, Brother thank Frank. Thank you for calling in again. Have a good evening, right, Thank you. You too. I appreciate All you guys. Right. The same. Have a good one. Peace. All right. Well, Peace. All right. We got it. And then I'm, I'm going to chill for now. But continue with what you were saying, Asir, because uh, it was a very good build. And you have about 20 minutes left. So we'll take another call mm. in about 10. But um. Okay. Just basically distractions, yeah. and that was the yeah. thing, you know, keeping people occupied with camera A so that, you know, this work behind camera B can take place. And uh, Yeah, like, pretty much there's a spiritual the thing. thing. <laughs> yeah, it's a spiritual <laughs> thing levels. going on with, with it, too, though. Like, there's a, it's to our benefit, like, the whole fact that they got to a point, like, you can't oppress the people and then show them something that puts them in a greater light than everybody else, so... There's definitely going to be a spiritual aspect behind when it comes out. Channeling. Like mm-hmm. around the time they brought Barack in, they was about to burn his place down. But he came in and was like, oh, maybe I could last a little longer. So in that, it's the same type of situation. However, because it's still being manipulated by the same forces that create everything else. You know what I mean? You're still looking at mm-hmm. it from a perspective that it's great for what it is and allow it to be that but let's not turn it into a sequence of events where people are striving to act like the actors in it are actively have to be what they're portraying like we have to distinguish that and know that most if not all of those brothers that's in there are at some degree compromised whether it be emotionally spiritually physically sexually there has to be some of that going on because that's how it works. And the ones that choose not to, that's why we don't see it in the movies a lot. 
Because they wind up like Isaiah Washington choking a nigga out because he's he's giving him the signal that it's exactly, Mm -hmm. and now he's not having Mm -hmm. it, so now he can only be in certain moves. You know, they do it to white boys. Mm -hmm. But essentially, it's it's going to be dope. I'm gonna see it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna see it. I've been waiting for this my whole life, but at the same time, I'm not gonna. (laughs) you know, go to Will Moore and, with it and try to, like, get him to, like, you know, become the Black Panther to do that. Like, we live like that every day. Like, if anybody understands mm. nationality <laughs> and birthright, which is what the old shit is it about, is. it's us. In the new it tape is. I'm going to do, I'm going to talk about what Wakanda and all that stuff really is because it has a deep significance to us over here. But again, everything is misdirection. So you just got to take what you can get sometimes and, again, create our own, you know? That's what I think the issue is. We don't produce or own what we produce. Yeah, is, absolutely. And hopefully something that we, we, we know is, can be beyond storage units and storage bits. We don't want people living like that. I don't, I don't, I laughed at that, you know, people turning storage things into homes. And, you know, (laughs) they're just making it easy to just move, transport niggas. They just, they just, you you can be in the concentration camp, sign yourself up for free. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We give you this, that, and the third. Like, at the end of the day, please just beware of the decisions and the choices and the alliances you choose to make because it does have Mm -hmm. a repository effect on your family. And on your psyche and on yourself, you know? You don't want to be around no. uh, energy that's so psychotic and it's thinking that you can't see the benefit in it for yourself beyond six months. Well, no. Everything happens when it's supposed to. Absolutely. We were talking about uh, the other day, you were speaking something about uh, what went down in, in uh, Cuba, what's taking place in Cuba right now. And I wanted you to touch base about that. Uh, there are some questions just concerning um, what's taking place in Cuba. Well, Cuba was always an issue with the United States going back to the Spanish-American War because the, the indigenous Cuba, Cubanos were united with the indigenous Boricuas, who were united with the indigenous Maroons and united with the indigenous Haitians and all of that. And they had a confederacy where they all would back each other up. So at the time that Spain was pulling out of Cuba, the United States wanted to be, again, the third party to come in and run the island. So they wanted their own island. And so they was able to get it and rock it. But then the United States eventually, you know, of course, comes in. So jumping ahead now from that point to the time Masada comes in, yeah, because to the time Masada comes into the picture, a.k.a. Joanne Chesimov, when that whole stuff happened in Jersey, and she wound up making mm-hmm. it to Cuba, allegedly one of the people, one of the pigs that wound up dead in the, um, in the situation was related to Chris Christie, who is now the governor, I think, of wow. Jersey, or was. Absolutely. He's one of the niggas that helped get Trump in. So part of him trying to get Trump in was he's also Italian. So, you know, he's dealing with, you know, El El Vendetta. You know, they're dealing with that Mm -hmm. Vendetta thing. So him being old mob like that, 
you need to, now that you're president, try to petition Cuba to do whatever. So, of course, him being uh, hyper-suggestional. That political petition. Goes mm-hmm. in, right. Think about it. Goes to the Cubans. It's like, hey, okay, we, I'm president now. We need to really talk about it. And then they're like, nah, we're not having that. You're not going to do that. And so he then decides, well, if you're not going to do that, I'm going to go back to the Cold War when we was putting embargoes on it. He was like, well, they like, well, you could do that, but all of your United States people is coming over here for medical treatment. <laughs> so if you do that, we can always get them to start blackballing you because a lot of the people doing that happen to be affluent and Jewish. You know what I'm saying? Just because mm-hmm. they got money, they don't want to pay these Jews all that money just for a cavity or something. So they're willing to bounce, pay half the price to get treated with better treatment mm-hmm. and better service, with less technology. <laughs> That's the irony. Mm-hmm. Cuba's got the best uh, so-called medical. medical situation in the world right now. And nobody's Absolutely. talking about that. <laughs> There's actually something Absolutely. in the United States called the Cancer Act that says that if you put out that you can cure cancer, they can lock you up. So think about this. What then is the Cancer Society doing, taking all of this money for a cure for cancer when it's against the law to provide one? Look it up. Everybody Very interesting. The cancer act. Everybody Very interesting cancer and things like that because it's a monopoly. They they it's know they got cures and all that. Yeah. Absolutely. That's all it but is. If we can get people to invest in the lie, then we can make more money. All these cancer and, walks, breast mm-hmm. cancer, the ribbon, where's all mm-hmm. that money going? Because by mm-hmm. law, they only have to declare 1% of it, which means they're keeping all that money. Which means these people marching, well, doing all this dying, researching. The they ain't researching that. Well, you, you don't know, research you something you already know. Keep a golf course in, in uh, absolutely, in <laughs> progress, a golf course alone. Of Over course. Like six million. Uh-huh. So, you know. Yeah. They're making golf courses. You multiply that they, by they making... 250 golf courses. They just got approved at, you know, $10 million each times 250. <laughs> you know, we're, right. we're doing pretty good. <laughs> Who's doing that much cancer, golfing? Cancer is making it happen. <laughs> you understand? Right. Who's, who's doing that much golfing? But see, that's how I know oh, it's not about golf. That. It's not about golf. It's about real it's estate. Awesome. It's like McDonald's. Well, it's the same thing with, buying the, with, the, land. with the Mormon church over here that's so exquisitely built, and I have never seen a person inside of the one hall, outside of the outside of the stable in walking the in the in, courtyard. There is walking out. such land in this space of Florida that is so pristine, and no one is inside of it. But you know, something has to be taking place if these buildings exist and lights are in them. Mm-hmm. I said, "Well, electricity mm-hmm. is on. There's definitely a groundsman, but uh." Mm-hmm. There's never anybody here. What takes place it's in warehouses. buildings and at what time? For what? Because everything in the United States is for sale. But the United States can only sell whatever is connected to it corporately. So that means then that oh only God, that whatever that they buy, there's mm-hmm. no allodial titles to anything. Third party. So everything, there you go. Everything. So you got a third party, a trust an estate, a tribal government, a central government, something that acts as a third party to do your thing, you can stop dealing with them as the third party because that's how it's set up. It's not set up no other way. 
So all of these but white citizens how... that was the sovereign citizens mm-hmm. going to jail, challenging right. courts, putting liens on them, you make them more problems you for yourself. You ain't got to go Absolutely. that hard. But do you see why there has to be some sort of, you know, not even program, but space where certain questions based on where people are at specifically in person yes. can be addressed? Because, yes. you know, if there isn't any cohesiveness of something that works, then it's functioning in chaos. So until that can yeah. either be formed or be created and exist, which just comes from, you know, a couple basic people that might have very little, even if it's the donation of a space or a building. You know, what's great about now is being able to travel and do such work. But, you know, mm-hmm. I always say it, it could be so simple, but what's often very simple in thought is very difficult in execution. So even when you're talking mm-hmm. about establishing a trust and establishing a state, you know, where, where do people start that don't even, you know, understand what that might be for themselves or their families or everybody's family structure is different. So all of these questions definitely need to be addressed and Hopefully it can be streamlined so there's not so much debate and debacle about how or what. If something works mm-hmm. and, you know, it's respected in the higher authorities, then mm-hmm. there should be a galvanization of just energy, not even people per se, but the energy. Like, you know what, even if I don't want to fuck with this, I see the knitted ups and I see the visions so mm-hmm. let me. And, you know, it's difficult to get people to invest in something without a GoFundMe page. So at the end mm-hmm. of the day, it's really, you know, what is an estate? What are our trusts? How do these things keep us out? Can you purchase a piece of property without being landlocked into a mortgage? How do you, you know, disengage from having a third party always speak on your half? How do you become, you know, instead of the benefactor all the time? How, like all of these things are very important. And it's taking mm-hmm. years to understand the application as such, but, you know, one thing I can say is we sacrifice in certain, you know, jobs and comfort to invest in said such knowledge. I really tip my hat off, you know, to you for having a vision and staying committed to it because when you don't have backing to necessarily do it, it can be very disheartening. And I'm yes, really, really very proud of, you know, how it's uh, matriculated in a small way just to, you know, have people... Say, hey, you know, I got this and my passport situation is cleared up and, you know, I have a headrest on and it. it's incredible. But those things don't get written about. No. Nah. And, those things and don't it's not get supposed to so. because the real shit works. No. Nobody care on about, the like, we don't care about the, we, you don't care about stuff so it don't work. So people don't care about the bus when it's on time. They only care when it's late. So, Absolutely. so long as that. And that's good government. So regardless of how disgusting and depraved and crooked or whatever these United States corporate governments are and these pseudo-counties and states, they make the bus run on time. They turn the lights on. Like, they got their shit together in terms of how they run their shit to the point where we all are paying them for shit we could all be doing ourselves. So if that's the case, then the same way the Jewish community do it, the witch called community do it, the pseudo-conscious communities can do the same thing. The problem is they're locked up in tribalism and they're being worked on through intelligence communities. So it's going to probably be another, let's say, 10 to 15 years for to people to really get to the point where it's like, okay, this, this is the way to do it, unification in this way. And that's cool. Between now and then, people who have the drive and have the goal can start to do things 
again incrementally to then start preparing. Set it up. Mm-hmm. You know, for generation mm-hmm. generations that are okay. My I'm thinking about a more's kids kids based on what we're striving to do for a more because it's not going to be good if there's a world where he's the only one with this type of understanding and there's nobody else around like that. That's and how that's he grew up. Has to be and that's why it has up. to be balanced. So there got to be other people around, right, that have that same mm-hmm. understanding and are financially equipped to do the same thing where they don't even have to correct nothing, where they're just automatically born into what it is we have sacrificed ourselves up to now to get them to do. So that alone is changing the That's parameters right. of how people interact <laughs> like, oh with this God. practice. Mm-hmm. That alone garners a certain degree of respect when you come right. That's why they so against the dirty ones that do all the bullshit because they're really just niggas that's posing as Hebrews, posing as these different things that are really there to distract because they're paying them to do that. <laughs> and so you know what I'm saying? So like, they're paying them. Because, again, verbs, verbs and passion can be, you know, a really interesting battery charge for those that don't know what they're charging. So, you know, it's not yeah. to say that all of them are even aware, but when you become a part of something yeah. that is imbued in a certain energy, no. We 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 devalue our own importance in the grand scheme of the universe, and that is how these people is winning. We are constantly undervaluing what we have contributed, continue to contribute to this reality. They would have been bombed, nuclear bomb this country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'd have bombed this country to the stratosphere if we wasn't here. Or, you know what I'm saying? They'd have been done that. Mm-hmm. China mm-hmm. would have been done on that. Russia would have been done that. Same way they saying that niggas is niggas over there. When the Chinese came out and said they don't want hip hop over there, they're not talking about Rakim. They're not talking about, you know what I'm saying? They're not talking about tribe. They're not talking about like real hip hop. No, they're, they're talking, talking about, about the energy. People that's doing that, it. That, no. that degenerates. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's, that's put, backed by the PSYOP CIA shit. Absolutely. But that's not even something that is actually being, you know, uh, specified or highlighted. It's all kind of under the single umbrella, when really it's just like, no, the the quote-unquote negative aspects of hip-hop. So then it gets into the whole, you have to think about, well, what is the negative aspects of hip-hop? Do they exist? And what is the mm-hmm. kind of actually expressing when they say this, you know? Because you're absolutely right. right. It's, it's not, it's not. It ain't the real, it ain't real hip-hop. It ain't hip-hop. They said rap. <laughs> they said explicit rap. And they right. They don't need yeah, to see guns and all that shit in their culture. Don't know the mm-hmm. No, they don't. Exactly. They don't want Just that. like the difference between the United States and America. It's two different That's things. Exactly and when you know the difference, you, you don't get caught up. That's all I'm saying. That and also the same thing with, like, white bathrooms and black bathrooms. Just another, you, you know. And if you end up going, there, it's like, okay, this is working. You know, we got them to think that there actually is, you know, a difference. And now we mm-hmm. can... Make money off of you know how many people believe that absolutely, absolutely all that we've been living too long off the kindness of strangers and these these people are deranged and we we are now coming to the understanding of that so those of us that got the eyes to see it we're gonna work to do things and this is a forum where you could do that if you wanna hit me up about different ways or whatever hit, hit me up at House of L at Hotmail dot com you know we could do it but it's not gonna be a website. It's not gonna be none of that until it where I'm I'm not even 
around it. Like, it can work where it's not based on an individual or person. And so to get it to there, it got to start with everybody individually getting their shit together. And it's not a, you need to do this or you, nah, it's either you do or you don't. But 90% of the stuff people see on the internet about Moors or Moorish Americans or Moroccans and shit, most of that shit is, is all fake. It's not true. It's not true. Absolutely. And the same thing for the Egyptology stuff, the Hebrew stuff, all that stuff come out the same minds. You understand? It's Absolutely. all so saying it's a different like way of understanding. That's it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there, there, we are out here. It's not to say that we're not, but also things just, you know, understanding the emotional balance and the application that comes along and knowing that there is a certain things that you have to sacrifice, but just knowing how to approach certain, you know, uh, contracts or business or whatever is um, empowering and it's not something that they are going to teach in regular business school. So, you know, no, not to not. say that, no, and that's what's sometimes unfortunate because um, if it if it was, we'd have a lot of adepts that just understood numbers because some people are just naturally inclined to uh, understand how to do administrative work. And unfortunately, a lot of this is that. But, you know, that's why you need a little bit of balance. And you still got to remember to take your families to the movies and to do, you know, things that create, Yes, that's you know, what the Black Panther is for. <laughs> that's what movies like that is for. For us to be able to see the potential of something other than 12 years of slaves, the butler, the players club, the menace to society. <laughs> like, this is one of the first movies mm-hmm. where it's actually going to see mm-hmm. people Baby with boy. dignity that's not nobody's slave. You understand? So, while wow, at the so same empowering. time being invaded by a, a purple black man from space. So, it's, it's you're getting a, a twofer. You get, you're getting both. You're getting so the melanin charge? Situation, you get in the nationality right. charge. Absolutely. You get the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And, Except, you know, one can do a lot. Yes. And it's going to spark people and people who never knew about nationality. So when you see them all walking around, you're going to see these people with feathers and turbans on in the movie. Hopefully. Like, we've been, we've been in Wakanda. But it also, <laughs> like, me and you have you know, been in Wakanda also, the whole time. Absolutely. But it's also an obvious <laughs> to show how much money, you know, uh, black Americans, Black Americans, yeah. oh wow, 90 seconds. Uh, black Americans spend on fashion and stuff because, you know, it is yes. going to spark something. And when we do see it, it when, you know, white America is like, wow, we can make this much more, it's going to be interesting yep. to see how it is. It's going to be a floodgate. And, and, and opens up. So keep writing, directors, creators. I want to uh, be able to share certain stuff and also learn certain stuff. So. Um, much more, everyone. We got 60 seconds. Uh, a series, a Um Also, you can email him. Where can you be emailed? Al at And then, if you guys want to check any of our classes, you can go to www.gumroad.com and type in Acer the Ducatiers in this search in all of the classes. Absolutely. Come up. And if uh, anyone needs stuff any, like uh, that. I'm sorry. Oh, we have 40 seconds. If anyone also needs any body products and stuff, you already know CordobaOrganics.com. Thank you guys for supporting it. It really means a lot to me. You have no idea. Um, have a great night, everyone. Take care. and uh, Peace. Till next time. Peace. All right.
peace. Good night.